episode 444. Thank you all for listening to episode 443, Bowl Season, sponsored by NyQuil. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. No NyQuil bear this time. We're healthy. We got it. And that's it. That's fine. Parrot's uh, working. Cody's working. Dub is locked in his basement, so we won't see him for a while. But this episode is unofficially sponsored by Wendy's 4 for 4. So that is the name of the episode, 4 for 4. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. We're going to do some bowl coverage, what's been going on in the bowl games, as well as talk about our picks for NFL, give some updates there, some of the signings in baseball, the big one that uh, you told me about that I had no idea that switched. All you said was the comment of, wow, what did you, what did you say? I said Correa is dirty. Yeah, he's dirty. That's what it was. We'll talk about that and a few other things. But first, we got to thank some our, our actual sponsors. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention over the line podcast, and he's going to hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall Squatty Landscape. And give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo surrounding areas and not Santa Claus, Indiana. Nice. Or Rudolph, Ohio. <laughs> also a good one thank you sean thank you to sparty steve the official contributor in terms of money to the show thank you steve and last but not least the official uh blue chew sponsor of our show Connell <laughs> barrett dangtransformation.com that's right make sure you get yourself to dangtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell. and in the meantime grab yourself his book, Dating Sucks But You Don't, on Amazon.com. Great stocking stuffer if you haven't gotten anything yet for Christmas, which if you haven't finished shopping yet, well, that's your own damn problem. <laughs> so, um, started watching uh, the Harry and Meghan docuseries mm-hmm. on Netflix mm-hmm. with the uh, the old lady. I'm like, holy shit, you don't realize how much fucking scrutiny they get. I was like, we're like, episode and a half in and you know learning stuff i didn't know like they because they start they're starting to talk about megan markle's race i had no idea she was mixed and i was like why does this always have to be a thing like against her you know like like jesus criminy yeah it's all a big uh god god forbid uh all these millionaires get harassed and made fun of all the time such a shame i give them credit though for actually leaving uh leaving the royal family I wonder, if, I wonder if Harry left his money with him too. He had to. He, they had, he had to give back. Uh, what was it? Three and a half million. He had I'm to give sure. back. How much did he get to keep? Yeah, that's what I wonder exactly. too. But I mean, she was <clears throat> an actress. She was an actress on Deal or No Deal, as exactly. I remember. Also, also on Deal or No Deal. So, <laughs> yeah, also yeah, on Deal or No Deal. No, and she was doing fine. She grew up. Uh, she grew up in L.A., so she was fine mm-hmm. to begin with. Like her, her dad. I was listening on this episode. Her dad was a lighting director. She's like, so I spent a lot of time on the on the set of this show called Married with Children. <laughs> I just started laughing. She was a lighting director for that. I was like, well, that's awesome. And um, yeah, it was like, well, we'll see how this show goes. And you got other shows out there. Um, B from the Grown Ups just told me he's like. If you want to see a Christmas movie and have no expectations going in, because I didn't have any, and it's freaking awesome, is Violent Night. Yeah, I've seen previews for that. Um, that's the dude from um, Stranger Things, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, I would like to. I would like to see that. It looks good. It's on Prime Video for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars? Right yeah, no, not that good. No, you gotta wait. You gotta wait until <laughs> it's uh, free on Prime Video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that good. Oh man. Oh shit. So, um, 
we got several things to talk about. Let's go into the baseball first. So you said Correa. So what happened there? I mean, he took less money to go to the Mets. Why did they say anything on it? I haven't seen anything. Uh, not yet. So, well, everything kind of went down yesterday in the afternoon. He was supposed to have his press conference with the Giants. And then there were rumors that he failed his physical. So they thought the deal was going to flop. And the next thing you know, I get a notification at 4.15 in the morning that he signed with the Mets. And I was like, what? So it was all, that's that's what was dirty. He didn't show up to his press conference and everyone was speculating what it was. And the next thing you know, he signs with the Mets. So yeah, I, it's wild. I have no idea what happened. He hasn't talked yet. So I guess we'll find out what all happened here. But you think Verlander had some pull hmm. there? Uh, I mean, probably, but I don't know. I don't, I guess it doesn't make much sense to me. I'm not sure what I I'd be I'll be interested to see what happened there, but yeah, poor Giants man could have got Judge and Correa and <laughs> lost out on both of them. Yeah, and they stay in New York with their peeps, you know. It's wild, 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 wild. The um other things that that are kind of coming out now. I found this good. I'm gonna um spend some time here on this one. The uh the Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Mercury sold for or selling i should say for four billion uh to to matt ishbia who sparty alum as well youngest owner in the nba 40 will be 42 years old and they talked about i'm going to read some things about him because they're you know how people are they give shit and like oh he just fell into his daddy's company you know how people do that shit i don't even know i mean i all i heard is that he graduated from michigan state i couldn't tell you what he does what he owns why he's got the money I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm going to educate you right now. Educate uh, me. Yep. So first off, he went to Michigan State, walked onto the basketball team, played a total of 40 minutes in his four-year career. But he did win a national championship in 2000. Mm-hmm. He joined his dad's company, United Wholesale Mortgage, after graduating from Michigan State. At the time, the company had 12 employees. Worked his way up subsequent decade and succeeded his dad as president and CEO. They now have 7,200 employees. Nice. 12 to 7,200. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's a, that's a little bit of growth. Uh, he established a strong culture in the company, calls one to two employees every day to let them know they're doing a good job. He says, it costs me nothing a few minutes out of the day, but it means so much and sets a positive tone that lifts the entire company. 100% accurate. Solid. Uh, he implemented a system where employees are given raffle tickets throughout the year for hard work. They then exchange these gifts for at the holiday party for gifts at the holiday party. Last year included free groceries for a year, a home remodel, all expenses paid vacation, and brand new Cadillacs. I'm going to go work in the mortgage business. <clears throat> oh, shit. When the company went public last year via an $18 billion SPAC deal, he, down, he doubled down. He gave every single employee in the company equity, ranging from a K thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars. Again, let me say that again. Forty-two years old, and he's mm-hmm. doing this shit. Um, uh, the company spent twenty-five million on annual bonuses and thirty-five million on new stock com- uh, compensation. The most interesting part of the purchase is it seemingly escalates a long-standing business rivalry. UVM's biggest competitor is Rocket Mortgage. Who owns Rocket Mortgage? Mr. Dan Gilbert. That's right. And Gilbert and Ishbia don't like each other at all. (laughs) Oh, man, that's that's fucking wild. 
He, uh, they're both alumni of Michigan State, mm-hmm. HBI and Gilbert, um, and also issued an ultimatum to mortgage brokers saying he would no longer work with brokers who sent loans to Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this feud has also spilled over at Michigan State. This is good. So Ishbia donated $32 million to the MSU Athletic Department last year. That's what he donated. But just a month later, Gilbert announced a five-year deal that made Rocket Mortgage the presenting sponsor for MSU's basketball team. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fucking love it. Uh, so, uh, he, so he pretty much donated that money for them to pay Dan Gilbert. And Dan Gilbert, Dan Gilbert puts Rocket Mortgage on the fucking – he agrees with a deal to, to – put rocket mortgage you know because he has to pay to sponsor the basketball team as rocket mortgage sure oh yeah so that's just that's hilarious um so michigan state basketball becomes silliest mortgage wars battleground um speaking of that did you see what Izzo's wearing today mm-mm. he's got an ugly sweater on coaching the game it's pretty funny you should look it up what's it on uh, I don't know. I saw it on, I think I saw it on Twitter. Maybe it was just a screen grab, but they're playing Oakland. I think, I mean, they're playing nobody. Oh, so they're probably not on. Probably not unless it's on like ESPN unless or something, but might be on big 10, right? It could be. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. All right. Sounds good. Um, continuing on Gilbert has been extremely, uh, philanthropic in his own right, pledging 500 million to the city of Detroit. Full on rapist. Full on rapist. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie Day. But it will be interesting to see how this business feud plays out and if it has any impact on the NBA teams. Uh, yeah. Ten, I'm going to write more about the economics behind the $4 billion purchase tomorrow. He hasn't wrote that yet. I'm going to have to check out his Twitter. Um, Joe Pompolano is who that was. I'm going to have to check that out on his uh, Twitter. So we'll get into that. Um, something that in uh, not sports related, but just kind of human related, that I got yesterday, uh, women were in immediately banned from private and public universities in Afghanistan. Saw that. Just unbelievable. You, just, you see shit like that and you're like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, man. Have you been able to watch, uh, the nine lives of Vince McMahon yet? Uh, no, I have not. Me either. So, Maybe at some point we'll be able to cover that. We'll see. But um, you know, Tom, Tom has a sweater coming over for you. Got to check out the uh, sweater. He also got a technical I just saw, which is even better with his ugly sweater. It's fantastic. All right. Ugly sweat. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he, the assistant coaches are wearing normal shit. He's wearing an ugly sweater. I like that. Coaches uh, need to do that more. Is, is the other coach wearing that for Oakland? Um, I don't know. I did not see if he was or not, honestly. They just showed Izzo. Oh, Coach Izzo. You know, how, long, how long do you think he's going to remain at Michigan State? And do you think he leaves on his own or he gets let go? Um, I think he's been there too long, so he'll have to, he'll have to leave on his own. Yeah, I think you're right. But the problem is he's still winning 20 games a year. So, I mean, if you're making the tournament every year, probably not going anywhere. I mean, it's not like he won eight national titles that they expected. He won one. And that's it. The um, It is what it is. You know, what are they going to do? 
He got his one with Mateen Cleaves at the helm. Two thousand, and they made three Final Fours. But you know, you gotta you gotta get it done. Yeah, gotta gotta beat them blue bloods. Yeah, no shit. Um, all right, so let's go into the. Well, let's talk about the bowl games. I know that I've got. Uh, I had to rearrange the sheet because thank you for doing my uh, my wonderful confidence picks. Yeah, I might not have gotten some with that, so and that's fine. I can I can find them as I go in there, <clears throat> but make it easy so I'll be able to get. I think I have it updated. I think one, two, three, four, five, six. So I should have six wins. Six, seven. Hmm. Oh, because we played the line. Damn it. So Miami, Ohio, UAB. Did you get that one? You did. Troy and UTSA. We all picked UTSA, so that one won't be highlighted. All right. Uh, Cincinnati and Louisville. I think we all picked Cincinnati, so that won't be highlighted. Florida and Oregon State. I should have made them red. That's what I should have done. So I could have got them. Um, I should have Oregon State on there. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Right here. Ah, yep. no, I didn't. See, there you go. Yep. So we all got Oregon State. We all took them. All right. And then Fresno State's in there. Southern Miss is in there. BYU is in there. there. Yep. North Texas. Well, Boise, I mean. We took North Texas in the points. Boise, you have all the way up top, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude, I almost lost that. Jesus. That was close. close. The um, I did lose one of them, though. My 35, uh, San Jose State. Yeah, fuckers. They got stomped. The uh, uh, yeah, Eastern destroyed them. And then... Yeah, I, was watching the, I was watching the game yesterday, and I wish I would have known before. They said Eastern was 5-1 and one on the road. San Jose State, 0-6 oh on the road. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. It's like, of course. The um, Did we take... What South Alabama, Western Kentucky, they're playing right now, right? Uh, nine o'clock, yeah, nine so o'clock, ten, 10 minutes. See, they'll start. Hmm, Western Kentucky, yeah, and it's good that we uh locked our pick in last week because um, Western Kentucky was an eight point dog and it got all the way down to four, so now they're only a four point dog. So we we all took Western Kentucky with the points. Um, Good. I think me and you both took South Alabama. Parrot took Western Kentucky. Oh, to win? Yeah. Yep. But we got the points, so we're good there. Did we? Let's see. What bowl is that? Yep. South Alabama. South Alabama. South Alabama, sir. And then uh, just in our picks last week, and we're still waiting on Western Kentucky at the eight. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> two, four, six, two, four, six, two, four, five, two, four, five. You and me both have six, and the boys have five. Yep. So we'll get that updated tomorrow. Perfect. All right. So we got to go into the bowl games. Baylor, the Lockheed. Well, I'll let you read them. Yeah, um, this will be when you're listening today. Thursday, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Air Force. Um, I have the Air Force straight up, so I'm taking the points. Give me free points here, baby. Armed Pledge allegiance 
to the flag of the United States of America. And I'm not going to finish it. I did it last week. If you want to tune into that, I gave it last week. Yeah. Air Force here. Straight up. Um, on Friday, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. We have Houston there, a seven-point favorite over the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, my favorite name in all of college football. Well, I think they're going to get beat up, those Raging Cajuns. Love the name, too, mm-hmm. so give me the uh, give me Houston. I mean, yeah, pretty much a home game for them, but um, they're not playing – like a shitty team like they normally do. I'm pretty sure Louisiana, it feels like the last few years have always been like the first or second bowl game of the year, and they always play in New Orleans or something. So I love taking them, but yeah, Houston, I think, is going to roll. Though there have not been a lot of um, blowouts, actually. Mm. I think really the only blowout so far was um, Eastern Eastern Michigan, yeah. And they were a dog, three-and-a-half-point dog. So And now is it the MAC 2-0? Yep. Yep. No, two and one. Miami, Ohio lost. Oh, yeah. Could have been three and Miami, Ohio could have won. They almost won. Could have won. But they're two and one right now. Um, also on Friday, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. We have Wake Forest as a two point favorite over Missouri. Where's this at? This is this is in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Um, I have Missouri. I think I took Missouri out, right? You um, did. I don't I, – I guess I didn't see – hold on a second. Let me see a Sam Hartman playing. Sam Hartman, no wig for this Let's see. Is he playing? I might change my mind because I, I think I took him outright, which sucks. Um, He is going to play. <laughs> shit um well i already took missouri so i think i'm gonna hedge my bet here and i think i'm gonna take wake forest in the two points so if i lose my missouri at least uh get my wake here be a one point or wake will win by one and then i'll still lose both <laughs> yeah so i'm saying wake's gonna win by one that would be that would be my luck, but yeah, I'll go wake here since Hartman's playing. I picked Missouri without him, but I'm not going to change my uh, pick. We'll just hedge it. Um, on Christmas Eve, we have the oh, easy wake post. horse for me. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Wake for you. <laughs> Both got wake. On Christmas Eve, we have the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, and we have San Diego State a seven point favorite over Middle Tennessee State. Um, I'm go San Diego State here. I bet it'll be a push, but I'm going to take San Diego State. San Diego State by 10. We have on the day after Christmas, the Quick Lane Bowl, Bowling Green, (coughs) excuse me, is a three and a half point favorite over New Mexico State. Um, I was looking earlier as I was updating spreads right before you got on, and um, I saw tickets were as low as $3 to this game. Of course they are. (laughs) Um, I'm going New Mexico State here. I just... I've, I've watched enough Bowling Green football. They're just too up and down, so give me the points. Yeah, same. Uh, fuck BG, even though I'm pulling for the Mac, but fuck them. Nah, Go Rockets. Um, on the 27th, we have the Camila Bowl. Georgia Southern is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over versus Buffalo. Um, I'm going Georgia Southern here. I think they're going to run all over them. This is in Montgomery, Alabama, by the way. 
Yep. They don't they don't have any snow down there right now, Georgia Southern. Not yet. On the 27th as well, we have the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Memphis is a seven and a half point favorite over Utah State. Um, give me Memphis here. I think Memphis is gonna beat up Utah State. This will be the biggest blowout of the bowl season right here. Memphis by 20. Yeah, Memphis. But you know, Parrot did take uh he took Utah State to win outright. Did he? Oh yeah, in our picks. All right, very interesting. Um what an idiot. What an an idiot. He'll probably get it right. Um (laughs) we have the ticket smarter Birmingham Bowl um on the 27th at 6 45 p.m. in you guessed it, Birmingham, Alabama. East Carolina is a seven and a half point favorite versus Coastal Carolina. Um, and this number just keeps jumping up. And I really I like North Carolina, I like East Carolina here, but God, um, that line keeps jumping. It just it, it makes me want to feed everyone's off Coastal Carolina. So I'm going to go with Coastal. I'm going to go with Coastal here to uh, cover. Uh, I'm going to go for a push at seven and a half. So give me, <laughs> give me East Carolina. Well, if they start giving out half points, that would be pretty fun. Um, uh, the night game, 10-15 in Phoenix, Arizona, way past my bedtime. The guaranteed rate bowl, Wisconsin is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Oklahoma State. Wisconsin's had like 19 people transfer. Um, I don't understand this line, so I'm going to Oklahoma State. They know something we don't, but in the uh, in the form of my uh, – confidence bets this is a 37 point game for me so go cowboys (laughs) (laughs) on the 28th we have the military bowl in annapolis maryland duke is a three-point favorite over ucf um you took duke outright so did i did take duke outright but i'm gonna hedge my bet on this one too because this is a total toss-up so I'm gonna go with UCF here. Um, you know, UCF's the more known football team. I'm gonna go Duke. I think they pull I think it's probably gonna be a push, but Duke by seven. Okay. Um uh let's see at 5 30 p.m. on the 28th, we have the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Kansas versus Arkansas. Arkansas is a three-point favorite. Um, the Battle of Kansas is so I'm, I'm gonna take our Kansas, not regular Kansas. I'm gonna take our Kansas as well. It's gonna confuse anyone who reads that. It's not us, it might even confuse me later on. Be like, here, hold on, our Kansas. here, hold on. If I do it this way, one word, our That's Kansas. <laughs> That's better. All right. Um, on the 28th as well, we have the San Diego County Credit Union and a half. Holiday Jesus. Bowl. 20 on the 28th, Oregon is a 14 and a half point favorite over North Carolina. Um, Drake may still play, and so I'm going to go North Carolina here for the 14 and a half. Um, I do think Oregon's still going to win the game, but 14 and a half is a lot of points in a bowl game. So give me North Carolina. Give me North Kaka. Um. I feel like I've taken the favorites this whole time. I think Oregon still rolls. Okay. 
And the last game on the 28th and the last game that we're doing in this pick we have the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Ole Miss, Ole Miss, is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Texas Tech. Um, give me the fighting Lane Kiffins here. I think they're going to beat up on Texas Tech. I 100% agree with you. Ole Miss is going to stomp them. Stomp them. By 17. Stomp them mud hole on them. So just uh, as we mentioned that, oh, how's the, the Capital One Bowl mania going? Uh, let me pull it up really fast. <clears throat> Honestly, haven't even looked. Forgot all about that. It's still super early, so usually wait a little bit at least to look at it. I don't even know how many people ended up getting in. Probably four. <laughs> I think we had four when I put them in last week, so um, yeah, it's still probably four. Um, we are eight and four, and out of four people, we are in last place. Oh, there's nine people. Wow, we got nine people. Look at that. And we're in last? Uh, no, sorry. I thought there was only four, so I didn't scroll down. So literally, it showed us. So no, we're not in last. Um, we are in fourth. But we're only one game behind the leader. So <laughs> um, Eric How Green. How far are we out of last? <laughs> um, well, one person didn't put anything in, so we're eight games up. Um, Eric Green is nine and three at Ryan underscore Peoples is nine and three. R.E. Smith 2000s picks is nine and two. So he must have missed a game. We are eight and four. Jeremy, the Tecmo Super Bowl is eight and three. He also missed a game. King Ra 23 is seven and five. I'm locked in is five and four. Bucks going dog hunting is four and seven. And Uncle Dave's Omega Bucks is zero and zero. So Bucks going dog hunting sounds like a parrot. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, we're only one game out, so it's not as bad as it not as bad as it seems. So not a bad start, but I'm happy that we got nine people in. Mm-hmm. And did you update the standings? It doesn't look like it. Oh, because it's not over yet. Yeah, I'm, I'll do it tomorrow after the game tonight. So good we'll call after it's over. So we're yeah. we're getting closer. So in I the, did update the NFL though. That's, uh, that's good. NFL last week, two 12 and fours for Parrot and Dub. Me and Bear were 11 and five. The Steelers beat the Panthers. The Jags beat the Cowboys. The Broncos beat the Cardinals. Why did I take the Cardinals? Because you thought Colt McCoy was better than Brett Rippon. That's why. And Colt McCoy got hurt. So now do you think Trey Sorley is better than Brett Rippon? No. Yeah. What was the final score of that game? Um, I don't remember. Not going to lie. It was that bad. Don't, don't remember. I think like 24 to 14 or something. And then the Raiders had <laughs> the craziest win. I'm not saying they shouldn't have won that game, but they shouldn't have won that game. Um, they shouldn't have won that game for two reasons. Reason number one the catch that Keelan Cole made, he was out of bounds. I don't understand. The NFL, uh, this was probably the worst week of NFL officiating um, of uh, overall on the whole slate that I think I've ever seen. I mean, every game was just poorly officiated. Colts-Vikings, they pretty much let the Vikings into the game with a lot of bad calls. Um, I, I just, it was astounding. Um, the fact that you can review a play from every different angle 
and a guy's foot is clearly on a white line catching a football and you can't see it and you confirm the touchdown. You know, you know, it's not standing. He confirmed it was a touchdown, which is bullshit because you can't tell. And still they gave the Raiders that touchdown to tie the game. And then Jacoby Myers made the dumbest play in um, NFL history by um, throwing the ball to uh, Chandler Jones and his uh, cousin, Mac Jones, couldn't make the tackle on him. Yeah, he he you haven't seen it, if you're living in a shell somewhere, go look up Patriots Raiders um, from last week and watch that final play. It was the dumbest thing ever. As I said um, in our group text, um, someone obviously pranked Matt Patricia, told him that the Venetian buffet was closing and he needed <laughs> to get there. So no overtime. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Patricia. Yeah, that that was that was wild. What I found even more wild, even though there were calls, you know, in the Vikings Colts game that were bad, <clears throat> the fact that they came back from down thirty three nothing is insane. Um, I mean, everyone. If you look, everybody pretty much blew leads all weekend. I mean, the Dolphins blew a lead. Obviously, the, the Colts blew a lead. The Cowboys blew a seventeen point lead. The Bucks blew a seventeen point lead. Um, the Jets blew a late lead to lose to the Lions. Now it was only it was only three. Um, still blew it. I just yeah. I mean, you know, the Patriots blew that unbelievably. It it was just insane the amount of blown leads that occurred this week. So just absolutely insane. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. It was. Let's see. I'm watching. I'm watching AEW, and I saw. Somebody wearing a CM. Oh, I thought this chick was wearing a shirt that I. Oh, it's an. It's not a CM Punk shirt. It's elite, but it's it's eight all elite, but it's a CM Punk shirt. And I thought she was wearing uh one of those shirts I used to have, straight edge shirts. Mm. She is not. Um, but yeah, man. It, so it was it was a interesting week in the NFL, and you know the Vikings came back and won. That was some wild shit. So now Matty Ice is on the biggest comeback on the losing end of the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history against the Patriots when they were up 28-3. And <clears throat> actually, the- actually, I saw something that came up. He actually has the biggest loss on in the international games, biggest um, come-from-behind loss. I don't know what it was. And also the biggest uh, NFC Championship game come-from-behind loss as well. So he owns four of the biggest come-from-behind losses in NFL history. Um, he also got benched and is not playing the rest of the year. For so he, this time he finally did. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick Foles is the quarterback in Indy from what uh, it sounds like Jeff Saturday is doing. Yeah, they're shutting Matt Ryan down for the year. Like they were supposed to before, right? Hopefully well, they do this. Well, time. they put in Ellinger for Ryan because he was struggling. And then Saturday came in, brought Matt Ryan back in. So. <clears throat> so Eng- Ellinger is still looking like shit like I thought he would. I mean, I just I don't know if he got a fair uh I don't know if he got a fair push of it, but I mean he just needs to learn. So yeah, I, I mean he he's got a lot of learning to do, but um You're not gonna be learning under Matt Ryan. No. Hundred percent agree with you there. So updated standings in the NFL that increased a, another lead for dub who usually would never win this 140 81 and two for dub 133 88 and two for me one 29 92 and two for bear 
I'm missing one somewhere. I got to be 128, right? No. No, it's a four game. I know I read that the same way, but then I had to read it again. No, it's right. Yeah. Um, but at first it looked weird because I thought it was 132. 133, 88-2. So we were in good shape. A lot of uh, Saturday games this week and three Christmas Day games. So what's going on this week? Yeah, so uh, Thursday night starts it off with another barn burner. We got the Jags at the Jets. No Mike White this week still. It'll be Zach Wilson again. Um, Jags are Jags are hot right now. Trevor Lawrence is looking good. The offense is looking good. So I got to stick with the hot hand here and go with the Jags this week. Jagging off. Um, the first game Saturday, we have the Bills at Bears. Sounds like they may shut Justin Fields down for the rest of the year. If they're smart, they would. Bears aren't playing for anything. No need to get him hurt while he has been playing good. Uh, Bills are still playing for the number one seed. So, Bills. Um, it, and by the way, it's probably, there's probably going to be a lot of low scoring, brutal games this week with the weather that's going to happen. Um, and the Bears are going to be right in the mix of it on Saturday. It's going to be cold and windy in Chicago. It already is windy. It's going to be windier in Chicago. So um, I expect a lot of, a lot of running and not a lot of field goals this week. So, one thing that, I found interesting, you know, obviously this past week we had our first round of our playoffs. I just happened to play the wrong guy. Um, Otherwise would have, you know, and, and kind of what screwed me too to have a chance was I was down by 14. I was like, well, when it started, I was down by like 40. I'm like, I still got a shot, you know, Brian Robinson's playing, which by the way is probably going to be my keeper because I don't even think he was drafted. Um, I'll have to look back at that. And uh, I'm like, yeah, this guy's the guy. So uh, definitely a keeper. And thank you, uh, Kenny, even though you beat me and I had no expectation to make the playoffs and I had a fight in it, I still got a fourth rounder out of it. So thank you. And probably a keeper. So I appreciate you. Um, what, what kind of fucked me is I was watching the game and was down by 14 and Robinson scored a touchdown, like right at the end. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then what do they call illegal formation? So did you see, did you see that? I, I just saw it, and I was, I was in the middle of Fortnite with the boys, and well, I'm like, what the fuck just so, happened? So, McCl- so Terry McLaurin um, was not on the line, asked. The official said, move up. So he moved up, gave him the thumbs up. The official gave him the thumbs up and said, oh, no, I'm sorry, he didn't. He said he was good. He said, yes, you are good. And right when he did, he threw the flag. And McLaurin, he was, I guess he was livid to the ref. I didn't. um I didn't actually watch the game. I was still recovering, so I had an early bed at bedtime on Sunday, and I really didn't give a fuck because it was the Giants and the Commanders. And I only cared because my two running backs were playing. Yeah, I, I wasn't playing for shit, so I was out like a light. Um, and I, I was watching the highlights the next morning and reading it, um, and I guess he got into it with the official after that and said, you told me I was, you physically, or you literally told me I was good, and then you threw the flag on me. Um, so yeah, it sounded like some bullshit went on with that. Um, again, though, just like I said, the officiating just poor this week, just piss poor this week. So and if he would have had that touchdown, that would have put me down by eight. And I'm pretty sure we could have tied it. I'm pretty sure we, yeah. And two if they would have got, if they would have got the two point conversion, and that's what I was looking most at. likely like, went to overtime. I was like, okay, so maybe Robinson gets that. They probably wouldn't have got the two point, but um, somebody else would. So I was like, all oh, right. Oh, no, they, they would have gotten the two point and then tied at 2020 again. Yeah. And then I was sitting there like, um, okay, we get here, I'm like overtime. And if I remember how our league works, if you get to 100 yards, it's some bonus points, right? You get a and point. so I'm like, what's that? 
You get an extra point. Yep. Yep. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, Saquon can get to 100. He was at like 89. I'm like, there's three more. Puts me down by five. I need a tutty for the win. I was like, that's asking for a lot. But after that shit happened with Robinson, I'm like, well, that's over. And uh, I was like, it was a good season. Just played the wrong guy. Should have lost against uh, R. Kelly and uh, would have been the sixth seed. Damn it. Yeah. But, uh, but it is what it is. So, because who is it? Who won on um, that side? Uh, Nate lost. Nate lost on the Joe Burrow late meaningless touchdown, which was hilarious. So, oh, yeah, yeah so, that's what beat him. Yep. He ended up losing by two, I think. He was not happy about that at all. I'm like, dude, that's fantasy football. Like, what are you going to be pissed about? That shit yeah. happens. I said, do you know how many times you want off bullshit like that? Like, you can't be mad. When someone else beats you like that, when I know I could name at least four or five games that you pull out of your ass because of bullshit like that. So stop bitching, get over it. Who cares? It's a loss. Yeah, I just looked at it. I'm like, well, just played the wrong guy. I would have beat the other two teams that played, but is what it is. But uh, you you have a game this week. You're playing against uh, old Raider guy. Yeah. Yep. So I'm really hoping because um, he's got a lot of guys playing in the cold weather. So I'm really hoping that this uh, wind is high and I got a lot of people playing indoors. So <laughs> um, that's kind of where I'm I'm going to lean. But I got two weeks to not wear a dress. So hopefully I can just get it done this week. We split this year. I blew him out one week. He blew me out uh, a couple weeks ago. So I think I blew him out in like week three. So we'll see. Um We'll see what happens here. I expect a close shit, shitty suck off sort of game between the both of us. Should be interesting. Oh, it will be. Oh, it will be. Um, all right. Another Saturday game. We got the Saints at Browns. Again, gonna be brutal. Um, cold, windy. It's gonna be ugly. You gotta go with the the team that has the better running back. So I'm going Nick Chubb, Browns. Brownies. And I don't know if the Saints are made for uh, what's gonna what this weather's gonna be. Yeah, um, no. we have Texans at Titans. We do not have uh, Ryan Tannehill. He's out for the year. It sounds like um, Texans have almost beat the Chiefs last week. Almost beat the Cowboys week before. They've been playing well, but again, as I stated, you got to take the team with the better running back. And Derrick Henry absolutely owns the Texans. They're going to run the ball a lot. So I got to go Titans. It'll be close, but go Titans. Titans. Seahawks at Chefs this weekend. Um, supposed to be, again, brutally cold in Kansas City. Um, Mahomes and them playing this all the time. Geno Smith, not so much. Um, I think Geno's old school turnover machine mentality is going to come out this week. So I think Chiefs defense is going to get it done this week. Give me the old chefs. Giants at Vikings. Um, man, Vikings with that amazing comeback win playing back at home. The Giants' big win to stay in the playoff picture. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get it done against Minnesota this week. Justin Jefferson's going to have himself another big week. Yeah, you know, I was going back and forth on this one because the Vikings are playing or the Giants are playing well, but I'm going to still have to go with the Vikings. We have the Bengals at the Patriots. Um, I got to go with Burrow and the Bengals, man. They're the hottest team in football right now. And the Patriots just had the ugliest loss in history. Yeah, give me the old, uh, give me the old fighting parrots. Um, Lions at Panthers, um, probably the second hottest team in football right now, the Detroit Lions. Um, what are they I, one, six or seven? 
Yeah, I don't know if I've, and the only loss they had was to the Bills on Thanksgiving in that stretch that they almost won, could have won that game. So, yeah, they've had a, a real good stretch here. Um, and they're coming against Sam Darnold and the Panthers, man. I think that the Lions can shut them down. I don't know if I've picked the Lions all year. Uh, this is probably going to be my first time. Yeah, give me the old fighting dubs. We have Falcons at Ravens. Um, Desmond Ritter did not look too hot against the Saints last week in his first start. Um, I don't know if Lamar is going to be back this week. I don't think he will, but I think the Ravens defense is just going to be too much for Desmond Ritter and the Falcons offense outdoors. So we go Ravens. Yep. Give me, uh, give me the Ravens. We have the commanders at the 49ers. Um, go Niners here. Yeah. See how we're shaking it out. Vikings win, Lions win, Niners win, which means after this week, Lions are going to move into the seventh slot. Yes, see. If, if if it runs this way, sure. Um, 4.30 game on Saturday. We have There's the no Eagles. if. It's going to run this way. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Um, Eagles at Cowboys this week. Jalen Hurts might not be playing. Um, separated shoulder or sprained shoulder or something like that. So it could be Minshew Mania this week. Um, if that's the case, the Cowboys are going to win this game. If Hertz does play, the Eagles will win the game. So I may change come Saturday. Yeah, Cowboys for now. Um, Raiders at Steelers is a Saturday night game. Um, it was going – well, it still is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Um, unfortunately, Franco Harris passed away last night. Crazy timing, uh, just how all that works. So sad, only 72 years old. Um definitely gone too young so um you know obviously they were going to celebrate this they still will um but the Steelers are definitely going to play for Franco so I think the Steelers are gonna they're gonna shut down the Raiders and I again I just you got these California boys uh Derek Carr and Devontae Adams gonna play in some blistering cold weather it's not gonna be pretty for the Raiders this week yeah man give me uh give me the old fighting uh Kenny Pickett's uh, he should be playing too this week. Should be. That's what they're saying, and you know they they've got to win out to make sure that Mike Tomlin doesn't have a losing season. Going to be uh, tough. It's possible, very possible. They got Raiders, Ravens, Browns. It's going to be tough. I'm sure they'll tie a game in there. Maybe yeah. get, they'll go eight, eight, and one, so he still doesn't have a losing record. Um, <clears throat> we have the first game on Christmas Day: Packers at Dolphins. Um. There'll be no cold weather in this game. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. They've lost, I think, three or four. They need to win. They're going to, I think, they're going to beat up on Green Bay this week. Give me the old Ray Finkels. The second Christmas Day game, another just barn burner. Um, we have the Broncos at Rams. This will be a perfect time to take your Christmas nap or do anything that does not involve watching football. Um. God, I'll go. This I'll go Broncos because Brett Rippon's better than Baker Mayfield. I, it's, a, it's a coin flip. Uh, I'm Rams are at home. Give me the Rams. That means nothing. <laughs> well, home at SoFi don't mean shit. 
Um, and then the last game on Christmas night, another just great barn burner. Um, we have Bucks at Cardinals. Trace McSorley is going to be starting for the Cardinals, um, and the Bucks need to win. So give me Brady, even though he stinks. Give me Grandpa. Even though he's washed. And then Monday night football, we have the Chargers, the streaking Chargers um, at the Indianapolis Colts, who just blew a 33-point lead to the Vikings. And go Chargers here. I think they stay hot. If they stay healthy, their offense is top-notch. Yeah, give me the Chargers. They ain't losing this game. They're not even going to be, you know, down in this game. Let's hope not. Let's hope Justin Herbert throws uh, six touchdowns. Let's hope. All right, so that's picks for the week. Got to go to trivia. What's the updated standing, sir? Um, let me see here. Updated. We haven't done trivia since the 23rd of November. Um, updated standings. We have you at 130, Cody at 51, myself at 107, Dove at 78, Parrot at 25, Brandon at zero, Shiv at zero, Peapot at four, and Jeremy at four. Jeremy has four. Oh, yeah, because we we asked him questions. I'm like, did he answer his own? <laughs> we did ask him questions because he screwed up. Let's see what happens. Two-part question. I'm looking for the leading scorer of the 1999 Ohio State basketball team that made the Final Four, and then the name of the Cincinnati Bengals' number four overall pick in the 2011 draft. One point if you get one correct, three points if you get both. It feels very random, and I kind of like it. Um, 2011. That's 11 years ago, if you didn't know. Quick math right there. That was good math. Um, 2011. All right. That was right when they started to get good, too, wasn't it? Uh, the Bengals? Yeah, because, I mean, they, well, I mean, they were making the playoffs. Because I think Dalton would have had to come in. Carson Palmer was still there, wasn't he? Was he still there in 11? Might have been. Uh, I feel like it would have to be someone on that offensive line, but. All right. I'm good. Eleven years ago, eleven years. Still got to be in the league, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna get that one right. So, all right, three, two, one, and go. Michael Red, Red Herring. Michael <laughs> Red, Chris Henry. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris Henry. Red and green. <laughs> nice. AJ Green. Duh. We didn't play into his game. Oh, God. Why didn't we think of that? Once you put red herring on there, then I was like, it's got to be green. And even as I thought that, I still couldn't think of a green. So we both got one point. Red and green for Christmas. 
On an episode of SmackDown on December 20th, 2001, The Rock wrote his own version of the 12 Days of Christmas. He called 12 things you can look forward to tonight. The lyrics are as follows. 12 sharpshooters stinging, 11 eyebrows raising, 10 spines of busting, busting, 9 noggins knocking, 8 kick kicks of kicking, 7 punches punching, 6 suplex, suplex smashing, 5 seconds of people chanting The Rock's name, 4 rock bottoms, 3 people's elbows on your 2 buck teeth, and an ass kicking all over New Orleans. <laughs> Who was the Rock's opponent that night in which he dedicated the song to? Probably Santa Claus. (laughs) All right, I'm ready. I'm playing off his game right now. So am I. All right. Um, all right. Three, two, one, and go. <laughs> Mick Foley for you, Al Snow for me. Let's see. Test. 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 <laughs> I thought Test was dead by then. No, nah, he didn't die to like 08. The late Test. A good question, though. I thought Mick Foley because Mick Foley usually played Santa. <clears throat> Bonus question What is the best selling Christmas holiday song in the USA? Current or all time? It's got to be all time. All right. All right, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, and go. <laughs> like, just copy and paste. Yep, exactly. I'm sure it won't be Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas, but I thought Maybe I just saw that. Outside. White Christmas. I knew that was, I just knew it. I knew it wasn't going to be. Five. Uh, Dreaming of a walk. Give it, give it a couple more years. Mariah Carey will beat it. <clears throat> I hope you guys and all the listeners have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Thank you, uh, Jeremy. Merry Christmas to you, Jeremy. Merry thank you Christmas for trivia. to you and thank you for trivia. All That's right. So we should have got him. We should have got him like a big book of trivia for Christmas and send it to him. Here's actual updated facts that you can pull Jeopardy questions from. He would still manage to get us the same ones. Yeah. Or, you know, they'd be wrong or controversy or, you know, something. <laughs> the um, So we have some. Did Ovi pass Gordy yet? Um, I don't think Washington is playing tonight, so no. He they did not against the uh Red Wings last night or two nights ago, whatever it was. So he hasn't scored scored two goals in a week. Wow. He hasn't scored one goal. Jesus. Yeah, ever ever since his hat trick. Wow. Well, 
you know, in the NHL, the uh, Boston Bruins, man, 25, four and two. Seventeen zero and two at home. Ooh, eight and four away. Um, the 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 Red Wings, man, they've lost six in a row. They're up five three right now. So hopefully, they get rid of that. The New Jersey Devils started out twenty one and well, they're twenty one nine and two, but they've had six losses in a row. Blue Jackets have had five losses in a row. Penguins have won one in a row. Um, Minnesota Wild are the hot hot team right now, winning five in a row. Blackhawks have lost seven in a row. The Carolina Hurricanes have also won six in a row. Pretty, pretty, pretty got good. Some, got some streaky teams. Yeah, and then in the NBA, the Boston Celtics are getting their shit kicked in right now. And they're a half game behind Mealy Wauke, but Mealy Wauke is going to lose to Cleveland. So they'll still remain a half game out. Cleveland is going to jump up and close the gap on both of them. So they're only going to be a game out at, at 21 and, or 22 and 11. Boston will be 22 and 10. And the Mealy Wauke Bucks will be 22 and 9. Mm-hmm. So Bucks, right. Celtics, Cavs, Nets, Sixers, Knicks, Hawks, Heat. Pacers, Raptors are your top 10. Shockingly, last place in the East is Detroit Basketball. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. Out uh out in the uh huh. That'll happen at Golden State. Steph's been hurt twice, um, and they stink away from home. Jesus. I think they have like three wins away from three home. Three and fifteen. On the road, twelve and two at home. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. Draymond uh, kicked out of a few games. Clay's uh, out every other game or every other game. 